Hello everyone. Hello, hello. I'm Tony. And I'm Tally. And we are the, the Lazy, Lazy Book Lovers. This is a podcast for book lovers who procrastinate about re- reading and have never ending to be red piles or raiding piles apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, so today's episode we are doing found family wrecks, mm. which is a trope that both of us are a bit of a sucker for. Yes. We love it. Nothing to do with childhood trauma. No, we're <laughs> fine. <laughs> I just like the idea of someone loving me unconditionally, okay? Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Nothing to unpack there. <laughs> well, platonically loving me unconditionally, I should say. Yeah. I also would like that non-platonically. But there yeah. we go. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> So this is from one of my blog posts. If you want the full 30 recs, go to my blog. It's linked in our link in the bio that's like our links. There's a card there. has all of our links in it. You can find my blog. Or I'll share it to the Facebook group. So also go to the Facebook group if I remember. We'll see. Future me. Did you do it? Who knows? Are you there? Are you there in our group? (laughs) Go to our Facebook group. Did we do it? I don't know, but follow us anyway. This one comes out in February, doesn't it? This yeah. will be our first one in February, I think. Yeah. So we'll record in advance. You're in the future. <laughs> Literally on the 1st of February. Oh, nice. Cool. So I think today we might have had a... An announcement an about other ways you can yeah. talk to us, but we're not talking about that yet. So, yeah. you know, go to our... <laughs> go, look, go look at things. Or what, listen to future episodes. But I've just shortened the list down anyway for today's episode. If you want more, go to my blog. In conclusion. All right. Excuse me. Sorry. (laughs) First, we've got... Now, I found all of these from TikTok. I went through a bunch of people's videos. I made a list. And and I didn't check if any of these were actually correct. So, you know, do your own research. And also, please check your own trigger warnings, all that kind of good stuff. That's on you. But these are just a list I got from TikTok. If TikTok's wrong, I'm sorry. So, first up is the Dirty Air series by Lauren Asher. The first one is called Throttled, and I'm just going to read the description for that. Oh, I feel like a hiccup was coming then, and it didn't happen. That was an <laughs> awful feeling. Okay, so this is the description. Maya. Noah Slade is a Formula One legend in the making. Focused, unapproachable, ruthless, on, on, on and off the track. A man with walls higher than the Grand Canyon, and my brother's new teammate. Or more of the prince who disguises himself as the villain. My only issue, he's considered off-limits. Noah. Maya Auditor is a forbidden temptation. An ambitious postgrad I should stay far away from and chaos wrapped with a bow. We're a ticking time bomb about one wrong move away from exploding. I want to trip the wire, detonating together in passion and pain. Mm-hmm. Because in the end, all's fair in lust and war. Mm. Throttled is a steamy, standalone romance in the dirty air world. Recommended for mature audiences. <laughs> hmm, so someone someone suggested this as so, a fan family. The whole series, it was the Dirty Air series, yeah. is what they put. Interesting. So I don't know if that's okay. if it's in that book specifically. Yeah. Or if this we, it happens over through the books, we get more characters. Hmm, but I didn't want to read good. other descriptions in case there were spoilers. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so that's the Dirty Air series. It looks it's just a, obviously a very a romance series. Obs. I like the covers that have the white 
Yeah. Um, so there's some covers that have this, like, where it's like a dude on the front and it's they're all kind of like... Broody. Broody. But there's another version that's like the white covers with, um, is it like Polaroids and stuff on them? Yeah. 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 Or different stuff. Like one's got puzzles, one's got pencils. I prefer them to the, um, like the stock gentleman. photo broody gentlemen. Yeah. But, you know, each their own. They, I guess they're more the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The the covers that are, I'll have to come back to it. So, the word. Lauren Asher is the author of that um, Dreamland Billionaire series. Yeah. The ones you'll know, the fine print, that yeah, one. Yeah, I know which ones you mean. Yeah, yeah. So maybe potentially she's redone these with different covers once she's got more noticed i'll have to come back to you i'll have to mull it okay mull that over so another one i've got another series yep theft of swords the riaria revelations one and two okay michael j sullivan so it's a fantasy series yes fantasy Mm. adventure funny fast-paced and apparently found family Going to a TikTok. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so, are we ready for the description? I am. Are you ready? I am ready! Ready! <laughs> Royce Melbourne, a skilled thief, and his mercenary partner, Hadrian Blackwater, make a profitable living carrying out dangerous assignments for conspiring nobles until they are hired to pilfer a famed sword. What ha- appears to be just a simple job finds them framed for the murder of the king and trapped in a conspiracy that uncovers a plot far greater than mere overthrow of a tiny kingdom. Can a self-serving thief and an idealistic swordman survive long enough to unravel the first part of an ancient mystery that has toppled kings and destroyed empires? And so begins the first tale of treachery and adventure, sword fighting and magic, myth and legend. Uh, so this is a six book series by the looks of it. Dang. Also, I really like the word pilfer. That's a really good word. I've not heard it for a while. That's a fun pilfer. word. Yeah, I'm going to pilfer some chocolates from the yeah. kitchen. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I've not heard that for a while. I'm going to go pilfer the kitchen. Um, so this looks like an old series. So the first one came out in 20, uh, 2008 and the next mm. last one came out in 2012. So when I was looking this up, I was really trying to find not just sort of the very popular book talk series. I was trying to like really look around. Yeah. And... When I do the research for these blogs, guys, I am, like, hunting through several fucking yeah. videos. I, I do... These aren't quick <laughs> things to make, actually. <laughs> I started doing them because I was like, this is an easy thing. It's not easy. Yeah, you've been... It up. involves lots of research. Yeah. Same as the meme ones. I'm like, that used to be my cop-out posts. Yeah, now But now I have to sit there searching for book memes. all the obvious, like, the ones yeah. that are easy to find. Well, also, I don't have as much time to scroll on Pinterest as I used yeah. to. So I had, like, a backlog of pinterest things that i could go to yeah that i had done and now i have like things to do <laughs> but i used to well one of the re- <laughs> one of the retail jobs i used to have no one likes being on tills and i would be fine with being stuck on tills all day and there was no blockages on our internet about what we could do when we weren't serving oh, brilliant. so i just sit there sc- <laughs> i was logged into my pinterest and i just sit there scrolling pinterest or buzzfeed Mm. or nine gag before that became a horrific place to be and what else did i used to do i was just amazon i was logged into amazon too i was terrible at that job you just reminded me nine gags the thing let me just open it up oh don't don't <laughs> it's so it's incel been so long since i've looked at it it's so incel and horrible on there don't it? oh. it's racist and incel and bigoted and it's not it's not for me <laughs> it's not gonna be for you and i couldn't train that algorithm it's just dead yeah <laughs> I don't think there is an algorithm on that, is there? I don't know, but it was awful. 
So I gave up. Right. But anyway, uh, so that's what I used to do. A lot of those Pinterest ones were on my bank of time wasting. And now I don't waste as much as much time. That Fifth of Swords sounds good. That sounds like a nice mm. It's a proper old-fashioned mm. fantasy cover as well, isn't it? Yeah. And like swords and adventuring. I might give it a try. Sounds like something my dad would like, to be honest. That's a good <laughs> swordy adventure. Yeah, one he can really dive, dive into. Mm. Yeah, he likes a good, you know, on Kindle where they're like re- release like a fifty book series that some author's been putting out forever, yeah. and they give it out for ninety nine p. He's the he's, he's the like, person buying yeah, those. I'll take all of yeah. them, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this next one is one that I've had on my list for ages. Yeah, it looks good. I'm sure I'm like I know we've talked about it before. Yeah. Um, Vera Wong's unsolicited advice for murderers <laughs> by Jesse Q. Satanto. Apologies for that. This is so this the series itself was listed. Um or is this a book? No, it's just a book, isn't it? There is a second one coming out. Okay. That's where I got that from. Yeah. I'm not just making things up. No, yes she is. Cool. Oh she she was the one that did the die away for Auntie series as well. Yeah, uh, okay. yeah, yeah, I remember her now. Yeah. Right, so Vera Wong is a lonely little old lady. Ah, a lady of a certain age who lives above her forgotten tea shop in the middle of San Francisco's Chinatown. Despite living alone, Vera is not needy. Oh no, she likes nothing more than sipping on a good cup of wulong and doing some healthy detective work on the internet about what her Gen Z son is up to. Then one morning, Vera trudges downstairs to find a curious thing, a dead man in the middle of her tea shop. In his outstretched hand, a flash drive. Vera doesn't know what comes over her, but after calling the cops like any good citizen would, she sort of swipes the flash drive from the body and tucks it safely in the pocket of her apron. <laughs> Why? Because Vera is sure she would do a better job than the police possibly could because nobody sniffs out a wrongdoing quite like a suspicious Chinese mother with time on her hands. <laughs> Vera knows the killer will be back for the flash drive. All she has to do is watch the increasing number of customers at her shop and figure out which one among them is the killer. What Vera does not expect is to form friendships with her customers and start to care for each and every one of them. As a protective mother hen, will she end up having to give one of her newfound chicks to the police? Mm. <gasps> that oh, sounds, sounds so fun. I've only so heard... cute. I've ne- I don't. I didn't know anything about what that book was about. I've only heard good things about it. Honestly, that sounds so good. And just like this being this cute Chinese mum yes. who's just like, I can I'm do a better bored. job than police. I can do this better than you guys. To be fair, I've got some friends who their internet sleuthing. I'm like, your skills are wasted on finding out that one guy from Facebook from that we went to school with that none of us can remember the name of. I remember that's the friend of a boyfriend of a friend. Like <laughs> when I was um, working in Malta, yeah, and um, one of the other trainers in my department came up to me and was like, "Oh, did you know that these two members of staff?" used to have a YouTube channel. I'd love to find it. And I was like, leave it to me. <laughs> and one of the guys was like, you won't find it. We've buried it. It's no, no chance you can find it. And literally like an hour later, I sent it to him. and was like, this one. And he was like, how did you do that? <laughs> I was like, ah. <laughs> I dread to think. Because there's like things that I can't log into anymore that I never took down. Like my MySpace. I'm like, I think MySpace no started to actually it. delete those though. Hopefully. Because um, for a while, it was the first thing that came up when you searched my same, name. And I was like, oh, God. Same, yeah. <laughs> and I used to have a DeviantArt account oh, before yeah, DeviantArt yeah. became dodgy. <laughs> oh. Where I posted writing. <laughs> and it's all so angsty, hideous, angsty yeah. teen stuff. It's oh. awful. I dread it. That's one that's going to haunt me. 
That is crazy that you can't get into these things. Well, it's it like, was oh. my old email address I don't have the password to that I'm pretty sure is gone. Like, oh. Yeah. Anyway, what are you going to do? <laughs> so this one's, um, if it loads, a bit different. Uh, this is yep. just a standalone book. Um, and it's a romance. I did try and hop around the genres. I don't know if I've been successful. Oh, I started this as an audio. Did you? Okay. And then I was not in the mood for romance, so I put it down. Oh. I need to come back to it. One Last Stop by Casey McKinson. If I've said your name right. So this is the author that did that Red, Bright and Royal Blue. <gasps> is it? Okay. Yeah, if I remember correctly. Okay. Yeah. And I kissed Shara Wheeler. I don't know if you saw that mm. all over tiktok for a while but yeah i'll stop interrupting now that's right it, this is a bit of a long description so we in for it are you ready yeah go for it <laughs> <laughs> for cynical 23 year old august moving to new york city is supposed to prove her right that things like magic and cinematic love stories don't exist and the only smart way to go through life is alone she can't imagine how waiting tables at a 24-hour pancake diner and moving in with too many weird roommates could possibly change that and there's certainly no chance of a subway commute being anything more than a daily charge through boredom and electrical failures. True that. But then, <laughs> there's this gorgeous girl on the train. Mm-hmm. Jane. Dazzling. Charming. Mysterious. Impossible Jane. Jane with her rough edges and swoopy hair and soft smile, showing up in a leather jacket to save August's day when she needed it most. August's subway crush becomes the best part of her day, but pretty soon she discovers this one big problem. Jane does just doesn't look like an old-school punk rocker. She literally displaced in time from 1970s, and August is going to have to use everything she's tried to leave in her own past to help her. Maybe it's time to start believing in some things after all. Mm-hmm. One last stop is a magical, sexy, big-hearted romance where impossible comes possible as August does everything in her power to save the girl lost in time. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's a ghost. Well, she's like, I'm guessing she's a ghost. Yeah, like or a time traveller. Time. Yeah. Oh yeah, or a time traveller. I didn't figure that. I'm time traveller. This whole time, I assumed she was a ghost. <laughs> that sounds really good. Yeah, I like that. Sapphic, we love it. I like the description of Jane. Damn, yeah, swoopy hair. I love that. <laughs> swoopy, swoopy hair. Um, so that's on our fan family list, and I accidentally picked a sapphic book. Go me. Go, Tony. Accidental. Good stuff. Tony. <laughs> okay, so this next one looks like a proper romancy erotica book. Um, oh, <laughs> judging by the cover, which is a half naked man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see him. I see his nipples. <laughs> hey nippies. <laughs> we were doing so well. Okay, burned by Ivy Jackson. This one's quite short as well. It's two fifty pages. Um. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Why am I being so geeky? It's good the nipples. <laughs> and you're playing with the nipple ball. Yeah, that's true actually. I forgot I was playing with the So I have ball. this like fidget squish ball, but it basically just has a nipple in it. <laughs> like the Yeah, the bit where they obviously like injected it with the filling. With the nipple milk. It just looks very nipply. <laughs> so now we call it the nipple and mm. she's just like pass me the nipple and I'm like here. Oh, I've just seen the name of the love interest in this. Yeah. I don't like this name. Is this a name that men have in America? I don't like it. All right. Well, well I'm going to read the description and All then right. we'll find out. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. 
I don't know if it's good that I can follow along like with the books because I'm just like ah. <laughs> Spoiler alert! She doesn't approve of the name. <laughs> okay, here's the description. Taking a job on a ranch and moving all the way to Montana is my chance, a way for me to live somewhere new and start fresh again. A change in scenery and some fresh mountain air is exactly what I need. But falling for a grumpy single dad who's also my boss isn't part of the plan. Okay, that bit I like the sound of. <laughs> Rhett Black. Rhett. Rhett, Interesting. Exactly, yeah. Okay. <laughs> is easily the most attractive man I have ever laid eyes on. Right, where, where, what small towns are you going to that have these attractive men? Because in my experience, that is not the case in the UK. <laughs> a grumpy single dad who is the most attractive man. that could be a model, but it's just chilling on a farm in a small town. Doesn't exist, sorry. No, come on. <laughs> um, so he's the most attractive man I've ever met. His eyes on till he opens his mouth. His insufferable attitude, insufferable, insufferable, can't speak anymore. Attitude gets under my skin and we push each other's buttons every chance we get. When he sees me dancing with another man, his jealousy does something to my insides. Before I know it, we're thrown into a different kind of passion. Now I'm falling. Fast. But Rhett has been burned before, left behind by so many people in his life. Will he be able to trust that I'm here to stay? This family has given me a safe place to land and I have no intention of ever giving that up. Okay. Considering how long this is, I would read this. (laughs) Yeah. It does sound quite good. Although, I know I'm mocking the name yeah. and mocking so much of it, but it does sound fun. It's, it's classic, classic romance, small town. And I like the idea small I town. Like books with like single parents yeah. as well. Maybe because I'm a parent now, I like to believe that you know life isn't over. Not obviously, I'm in a very happy relationship, yeah. but you know. <laughs> Well, just, I want to see myself portrayed in books. I guess it's this it's rhetoric that once you've got kids, you're on some kind of shelf. Yeah. Like the unwanted shelf, Be which gone. is not true, to be clear. Of our like, if you're that. over 30, you are shriveled up now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, which I do have a friend who was a single mother and she very much felt that way when she was dating and felt like I didn't know when to mention the kid and all that kind of mm. stuff. So That would literally be my opening line. Like, mm. I've got two kids. And well, it's they, like they sleep in my bed. Good luck. You never, <laughs> did you ever really do the dating app thing? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's that obviously thing, not with kids. Yeah, not now. Not since you met your current partner. Yeah. But like, it's that thing of when they've got a picture of them with selves with a kid in their pictures, their profile pictures. Oh yeah. Then I and didn't then they're like, message. <laughs> but like also, it's when they put "kid is not mine." In their description. Yeah, my brother's got that. Because yeah. he's got a picture up with my son. And I was like, you need to take that down because you don't have our permission for that. Yeah. And it says, no, my kid. Yeah. Like, yeah. It just really makes me laugh. Mm. Because it would be that whole thing of like six foot one because apparently that matters. Why are you putting it in there if it doesn't matter? Not looking for a pen pal. So if you don't want to meet up straight away, don't bother. I'm just ticking all the toxic <laughs> boxes here. Like, yeah. go to hell, yeah. Child is not mine. Mm. And I'm also holding a fish in my profile picture at some oh. point, probably. And then the other picture is me with the lads. And you one with, one one with a dog. There's always one with a dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could write them. An AI could write these pictures. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I've had a little round. <laughs> I wonder if I could get an audio of that. I would do something mm. of it. Oh, that'd I be good as an audio. Up or something or do yeah. A bit of a nice little short audio. I do enjoy uh, romances whilst I'm doing housework. It just yeah it helps the mundane yeah. just be a bit more interesting. Yeah, I agree. Let's see if I can make it. I mean, I've 
I had to do audios at the gym while I'm driving, at work, cleaning. Basically, audios are how I do get anything done. Yeah, when people say to me, like, how do you read so many books? And I'm like, I do a lot of housework and I listen to audio. Yeah. I mean, I have a, a part of one of my jobs is I'm a cleaner. Yeah. So for six hours a week, I listen to audio books, which at the speed I listen to is 12 hours of audio book <laughs> yeah. a week. So, and that's not including, like, my hoovering, cleaning, washing up, cooking that I do every day. Yeah. Oh, I even just listen at work sometimes now, especially when I've got a repetitive task. Yeah. Whereas my brain is like, this is repetitive task is so boring, I'm going to distract the fuck out of you while you're doing it. Yeah. Whereas if I've got the audiobook, the brain goblins are distracted. Yeah, they can't. Like... <laughs> they're listening to something, so they're quiet. <laughs> okay, so my next one is a series I know that you like. Mm. Uh, Every Heart a Doorway, Wayward Children series book one. Yes. Seanan Maguire. This Again, these are quite short little books. Amazing. Yeah, they're all very short. They're all amazing. They're all on Everand. Oh, okay. Slash oh, really? So use my link and you can have two months of free. They're all on there. They're like mm. four hours long each. Do it. Oh, definitely. Oh, are there all the audios on there? All of them. <gasps> oh, I don't know if the most recent... Yeah, the most recent one is as well, yeah. Oh, because I was considering doing Shatter Me, because that's all on there. Yeah, I looked at them. But they're well. like nine hours each, minimum. Um, they like so four, I might five do these first because they're shorter or chop and change. Yeah, but yeah, they're such okay. good books. I love them. So let me read the description for the the others that are here. They're like middle grade and they're yeah. queer. And they've I think they made you cry it. quite a few times. Yeah, they? they've made me cry so many times. <laughs> 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 what a recommendation! <laughs> Eleanor West home for wayward children. No solicitations. No visitors. No quests. Children have always disappeared under the right conditions, slipping through the shadows under a bed or at the back of a wardrobe, tumbling down rabbit holes and into old wells and emerging somewhere else. But magical lands have little need for used-up miracle children. Nancy tumbled once, but now she's back. The things she experienced, they change a person. The children under Miss West's care understand all too well and each of them is seeking a way back to their own fantasy world. But Nancy's arrival marks a change at the home. There's a darkness just around the cor- each corner and when tragedy strikes, it's up to Nancy and her newfound schoolmates to get to the heart of the matter, no matter the cost. And it's such a good series. So, like, some of them are based at the school in, like, our world and some of them are based in the other worlds. Yeah, so the, the kids all go through doorways into other worlds and get kind of stuck there. And then they come back and they go to this school because they have to, like, adjust to the real world. Isn't that right? If they yeah. come back, yeah. yeah. And some of the books follow one kid, like, before, during and after. It's just, yeah. Mm. So good. Yeah, they've been on my list. Yeah, and now the audio, just do that. Oh, they have, they're all little short audios. And all, oh, yes. And they're all, like, happy... Yeah, yeah. And sad at the same time. I'll just be sat They're there. They're all cosy. I'll just be sat there at work crying. Oh, oh listening to Hunger Games whilst driving. Oh, yeah. And I got the, the Rue scene. No. The Rue scene while I was on the bloody motorway. So I'm on the motorway like... <laughs> because, like, they, they sing the song in the oh, audio. And the yeah. song is just so much... It's just, The whole scene is heartbreaking as an audio. Like, it's rough when you read it. But uh, as an audience, I'm just there like, <laughs> there's nowhere I can even pull over because I'm on the fucking motorway. So I'm just like, 
And it was before, it was in my old car where I didn't have a way to pause something whilst driving. Oh, yeah. Because I had no safe way to do that. <laughs> so I would have just, like... just been yanking the speaker out. <laughs> Like a throwing it across. Yeah, where it was Bluetooth. Yeah. So, like, oh, yeah, I couldn't disconnect my Bluetooth. Yeah. I had to, like, to turn it off. You had to lean down and press, didn't mm. you? Yeah. Um, I've now got a new car. Yeah. And I love her. I love her so much. I'm going to be that weirdo who's outside stroking their car. I'm going to go clean her I mean, once you go. I mean, you've just gendered your car. That's already one step further than I have ever been. Well, um, <laughs> my boyfriend fucking named her. And everyone's been calling her that name. What's the name? Velma. <laughs> oh my god she is a velma does that mean it's just stuck for she everyone is. that's it so i've decided i'm gonna pick her second name and she's gonna be double barreled but i haven't picked it yet but that's how i'm gonna get around that oh my god because i can't i never thought you'd be a name in the car kind of person i wanted to name my last one and then i couldn't come up with one again the bloody boyfriend to try and irritate me was giving her old lady names it's you probably couldn't come up with one because deep down you knew that it wasn't going to be forever. Well, oh bless, bless the car. It was, it was meant to be. I only just bless passed Bessie. Bless Bessie. That's what I mean. He kept calling her Gretchen, Martha, like older lady names. I guess I, I, I couldn't. I never thought you'd be a name the car kind of person. Oh, I used to I'm name so my laptops. Shocked. Yeah, but that makes sense. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just, I've yeah. literally, I was explaining this to my partner, like. I can understand pretty much every hobby. I can, even if it's mm. not for me, I can understand it. Yeah. I can never understand cars. I just, I can't. When I see people with personalised number plates, I'm like, logically I understand because mm. I have hobbies, but I can't understand. I mean, so. yeah, I used to be friends with someone who was like really into the fancy mm. cars and was like chopping and changing from like all these different Ferraris. But but then having just like a normal commute, just like around the local area, yeah. and I'm like, you're not really. Why are you doing it? Getting the benefits out of that car, yeah. are you? <laughs> oh, so crazy. Mm. Um. Anyway, so next on our list is the Lost and Found series. Yeah. This is apparently a complete series. That does sound like a found family book. <laughs> it does doesn't it? Yeah. This is by Nadia Simonenko. Then that's what we're going with. <laughs> okay. We'll find each other somehow. We're not lost anymore. Maria's life was torn apart when she was 15 and for seven years she kept her terrible secret hidden from the world. Now in her final semester of college, she struggles against paralysing fear, just trying to speak up in class, and the terror and helplessness linger on in her nightmares. Across campus, Owen sees his scars in the mirror every morning while he gets ready for class. They remind him of the broken home he left behind, the father he hates and fears, and the little sister he couldn't protect. Now in his final semester of college, he's scared that he may have to return to the hell he called home after staying away for almost five years. Fate has plans for Maria and Owen, big plans. When they finally meet, the two find themselves irresistibly drawn to each other. As they learn each other's secrets and grow closer, they realise that although they may be lost, they're not alone anymore. The past can't hurt them as long as they're together. Dot, dot, dot. Or can it? They're about to find out. With love and happiness, Maria and Owen found found... Found be enough to hold Will them. Will the love and happiness Marie and Owen found be enough to hold them together as their lives fall apart around them? Or will their relationship slip away and be lost forever? <laughs> this is a new adult romance series recommended for audiences 7 plus, 7 plus, 17 plus due to the dark themes and heavy content. I mean, that sounds 
sad as shit. Yeah. Good, but sad, sad. as shit. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, check your trigger warnings before you do that one. Mm. Okay. Would you like me to take over? No, I'm good. Okay? Was I'm it good. just that bit? That yeah. whole sentence just made just, no sense to me for yeah. a second. You just needed to re-look at it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to skip to... Uh, we Hunt the Flame. Oh, I really want to read this. I've got the first two books in the series. Um, I just haven't read them yet. Is it going to be a duology? I think I've got two. I don't know if it's more than that. Let me click on it. Hold on. I think it's just two. Be it's a just duology. two so far. Yeah. This is Sands of Araya by Hafsa Faisal. She's got a book coming out this year I want to really want to read. Mm. you'll learn about that in an upcoming episode don't worry okay. <laughs> uh, yeah I've, I haven't no bad things about this book it's on a bunch of uh, it's been on like all of my stuff, lists that I, I make yeah yeah. Mm. I think it's got loads and loads of good tropes people lived because she killed people died because he lived Safira is the hunter disguising herself as a man when she braved the, braves the cursed forest of the Ars to feed her people Nazir is the prince of death assassinating those foolish enough to defy his autocratic father, the Sultan. If Sephira was an ex- exposed as a girl, all of her achievements would be rejected. If Nasir displayed his compassion, his father would punish him in the most brutal of ways. Both Sephira and Nazar are legends in the kingdoms of Araya, but neither wants to be. War is brewing, and ours sweeps closer with each passing day, engulfing the land in shadow. When Sephira embarks on a quest to uncover a lost artifact that can restore magic to suffering her suffering world and stop the Ars, Nazir is sent by the Sultan on a similar mission, retrieve the artifact and kill the hunter. But an ancient evil stirs as their journey unfolds, and the prize they seek may pose a threat greater than either can imagine. See nothing but good things about this book. And I keep meaning to pick it up. Well I've got it, I keep meaning to actually read it. It's inspired by ancient Arabia. Which hmm. sounds cool, doesn't it? Yeah. If We Were Villains by M.L. Rio. I feel like we've mentioned this we've before. We've mentioned this so many times. So every time I'm like, I want to read this. <laughs> it's been on so many like a dark academia lists. It's stuff. on a bunch of lists. On this day, Olivia Marx is released from jail. The man who put him Oliver. there. Oliver. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> on this day, Oliver Marx is released from jail. The man who put him there is waiting at the door. Detective Colburn wants to know the truth, and after ten years, Oliver is finally ready to tell it. A decade ago, Oliver is one of seven young Shakespearean actors at Delcher Classical Conservatory, a place for keen ambition and fierce competition. In this secluded world of firelight and leather-bound books, Oliver and his friends played the same roles on stage and off. Hero, villain, tyrant, temperance, ingenue, extras. But in their fourth and final year, good nature rivalries turn ugly, and on the opening night, real violence invades the students' world of make believe. In the morning, the fourth years find themselves facing their own tragedy and the greatest acting challenge yet, convincing the police and each other and themselves that they are innocent. Yeah, I have that as an audio on Audible, mm. um, and I did start it a couple of times, but there was too much Shakespearean stuff I needed to pay attention it wasn't yeah. put on whilst I yeah. did other things kind of book yeah. so. Mm. so this is a book I haven't heard of mm. that looks interesting The Gilded Wolves yeah this has been on my book TV one. for so long Roshana Chomsky Chosky? Chomsky no one believes in them but soon no one will forget them it's 1889 
The city is on the cusp of industry and power and the exposition of Universal has breathed new life into the streets and dredged up ancient secrets. Here, no one keeps tabs on dark truths better than treasure hunter and wealthy hotelier Severin Montanet Allery. That is quite a name. When the elite, ever-powerful order of Babel coerces him to help them on a mission, Severin is offered a treasure that he never imagined, his true inheritance. To hunt down the ancient artefact the order seeks, Severin is called upon a band of unlikely experts, an engineer with a debt to pay, a historian banished from his home, a dancer with a sinister past, and a brother in arms, if not blood. Together they will join Severin as he explores the dark, glittering heart of Paris. What they find might change the course of history but only if they can stay alive so that's very dark academia vibes in paris and oh, nom, yeah. nom, 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 nom. it's a ya isn't it if I remember right. yes mm. right my last one another one i'm desperate for wait is it that one yeah 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 i desperately want to read I, this and i need to do it i think i have this <laughs> i've asked a few times on instagram like have yeah. i missed the boat on this and everyone said yeah just don't worry by this point i still want to read it it's somewhere in here i think mm. in the shelves i think it's hidden behind other things but i'm sure i have this so this is the raven cycle series so the whole series is listed here by Maggie Stefata Vodda? Stefata. Stefata? Yeah, I've heard people say it's a bit like, like it's comparable to Six of Crows kind of vibe. Okay. Right, we've got another long description. Mm. This is our last one. She also did that series, you know, that Shiva Linga, that series. Okay. Every year, Blue Sergeant stands next to her clairvoyant mother as soon to be dead walk past. Blue never sees them until this year when a boy emerges from the dark and speaks to her. His name is Gainsey, a rich, ardent student at Aglinum B, the local private school. Blue has a policy of staying away from Aglinum boys, known as Raven boys. They can only mean trouble. But Blue is drawn to Gainsey in a way she can't entirely explain. He is on the quest that has encompassed three other Raven boys. Adam, the scholarship student who who resents the privilege around him. Ronan, the fierce soul whose emotions range from anger to despair. And Noah, the taciturn watcher who notices many things but says very little. For as long as she can remember, Blue has been warned that she will cause her true love to die. She doesn't believe in true love and never thought this would be a problem. But as her life becomes caught up in the strange and sinister world of the Raven Boys, she's not so sure anymore. There we go. Yeah. yeah, and I mean Six of Crows is on this list what I did was I didn't for this episode I've left off of the ones we've talked about a lot so like Akatar, yeah. Throne of Glass they're all on here so the full list go find it on my Facebook yeah, that the, is all we're talking about the description there you yeah. go that's a good list uh, quite a few of them I would read or are yep. on my list so yeah yeah, um, and a couple new ones to add to the list yes. that's a good mixture and yeah, great genre mix. Loved it. I did try. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider rating us wherever you listen to your podcast episode. Five star would be great. <laughs> and maybe consider sharing it with someone in your found family. Please follow us on Instagram and TikTok or join our Facebook group where we will be doing lots of chitty chat and we want to have a bit more of a community and talk like directly with you about the books we're reading um yeah and uh i think that was all i needed to say i kind of (laughs) forgot what i was talking about the outro that you've been doing for you yeah yeah so 
content. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Well, <laughs> that's the kind of thing I wish could be our title. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even know how to found, spell nippies. Found family wrecks, hey nippies. <laughs> It'd just be nipples without the L. Yeah. yeah. Nippies. 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 <laughs> oh, Sorry. Okay. <laughs>